Yo, what up, Nashville? 3HL is on the air, 104.5 The Zone. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, there she is. Swing that mic over, Don. Swinging. Hey, happy Tuesday to you. Just a swinging. Swinging. It kind of goes with this beat, actually. Uh, Kind of not, no. Completely different type of song. But yep. Joe Hug, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? And there he is. He's Ron Slay, just... Mm. Attached to the jet stream coming down the hall and into the studio. Hey! Whoa. Word around the campfire is you were talking to our friend uh, Ryan Kelly. I was, there. man, talking to my guy, man. You know, doing a couple little things right there. Oh, man, guess what? What? You got to be on the lookout for what Ryan Kelly got going on, especially during um, the Super Bowl. That guy's always up to something. He's done some amazing things, man. He just told me he did a, a march 26.2 miles. The Baton Memorial Death March was mostly in sand. Oh, wow. Carrying, I forgot how much weight, but that's that was bonkers to me. Just making my little professional career feel like I didn't just do much. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like, uh, like he's hiked Mount Kilimanjaro. Like, like Rain Man. Yeah. All this no, not Rain Man. Like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Who was in it? Wasn't he in Rain Man, though? No, Tom Cruise. No, that's right. Tom Cruise is a little. Dustin Hoffman. I wasn't even close. I know Ramon. Ramon's rubbing off on me. Like Schwarzenegger and Tom Cruise. You know what I'm thinking of? You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of twins with Danny DeVito. Oh, that would be Danny DeVito. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) You're usually on point with your movies. I am, man. I'm all over right now, though. I am all over, and I got desserts. They've been boy. They've been calling my name the whole time too. What are you talking about? You have desserts. What is I got that desserts? Mean? I got banana pudding and chest pie. I saw them. You can just keep that chest pie over there. Make sure she didn't touch this. No, I I was going to steal them. I know you. Were. You were in the other studio, and then I was like, man, I think he might I think he might know. But the banana pudding oh. was that that. Call your name, ain't it, Babson? Call my name. Mm-hmm. What you talking about? Some keep the chest pie. What are you talking about? You can keep that over there. What is chest pie? I told you I don't like good pie. pie. You don't know what's in it. It's good. You don't know what's in it. I ain't it. got a clue. Some chest. <laughs> it just tastes. Chest is in it. <laughs> just like in pecan pie. Pecans are in it. it chest is in chest pie. Pecan. It's, it's pecan. <laughs> pecan pie. No, it's pecan. Pecan pie. How there. do you spell it? P e c a n. How do you spell p? P-E-E? The peas you eat. P-E-E. P-E-A. Oh, the peas you eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, P-E-A. <laughs> I mean, really? Really? What is it? You, by- you still got that pea bucket over there, Babs. <laughs> I thought we poured that out. What, what is in that? chess pie? That is chess. a great question. Chess is in it. Mickey you would say, I don't eat desserts named after games. Like, I, he's got... <laughs> yeah, make it kill me when he do this. <laughs> and I don't eat desserts with, uh, what do you say, uh, uh, fruit in them? It was something about red velvet that he... Yeah, f- uh, food made of fabric. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that too. There's something <laughs> what, else. That's some of the best. Man, he's got a sensitive stomach. He can't handle it. I can't believe y'all. So if you pronounce P, so but lots of people call it pecan. Lots of people call it. I know. I've got the ingredients for chest pie. Oh, what's in chest pie? No, you got to be right because there is breaking Titans news that we need to get. Yes. So you got sugar, cornmeal, flour, salt, margarine, milk, white vinegar, vanilla extract, lightly beaten eggs, and uh, garnish. 
powdered sugar. So what sugar. the heck gives it the taste? That's a, sugar? That's an interesting so it's question. basically, here's your sugar. Here. Yeah, but I mean. Sugar with crust on What does it taste like? Just sugar? <laughs> no, like, it's phenomenal. How is it? How is it like? Um, Ooh, like I mean, what's egg, the feeling? Give me some eggish. Give me. Have you ever had egg custard pie? No. <laughs> Babs, you need to come to my house for Thanksgiving. I think I do. Yeah. And, I, and your mom and them get out. Oh. I got a restaurant. Wait, I thought you had too many people at your house for Thanksgiving. I, I let my people go. <laughs> that was this year. Like it becomes bigger we than needed, you yeah, anticipated. We need, yeah, we needed yeah. a break this year. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. All right, uh, breaking well, Titans probably news. probably helped out your break, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, speaking right. of, I'm all good on my antibody says, boy, I scored through I'm the roof. Back. I bet you did. I scored through the roof. <laughs> like, they don't even, like, it said, tw- like, so L.A., you need, you either need the vaccination, the booster. If you don't have the booster, you need the antibody says, whatever. But the antibody says you need to score above 2,500. Man, I was, my, my guys inside were really motivated. Way above twenty five hundred. What was your number? Yeah, that's what I was they saying. don't even tell you if it goes over twenty five hundred. They just say plus twenty five. Yep. Wow. Okay. So you're good. I'm good. I'm ready. Man, Bab's good too. Yep. I've got uh, two home tests here. If you want to do it during the show, we could put it on uh, Zone TV. Hmm. <laughs> you got ginger ale? No, that would be Jack Daniels. Where'd you get a seven up from? <clears throat> that's my do. Okay, there we go. Titans. Brayton's taking break. Brayton's taking news. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> Braids and Tykins. That's my uh, brain not working today, apparently. Can you tell we're about to leave town? I, mean, I love it. My we've gosh. all been, we spent all day doing other stuff. And yeah. packing hey, and man. trying. Oh, my God. Did anybody pack before today? No. No. I didn't either. That was that good. See? And See? I had to pack a baby, too, on top of it. And I had to pack myself for you after pack a baby. You had to pack a baby. You put That's your right. baby in the suitcase? <laughs> baby, Babs, get out of there. You might want to get the suitcase out of the car then. <laughs> It's cool, I said. <laughs> All right, do you have a sounder for breaking news? Breaking Titans news on 104.5 The Zone. The Tennessee Titans have announced extensions for John Robinson, general manager, and mm. head coach Mike Vrabel. Both. They did them at the same time. Here we go. So John Robinson has been with the Titans since January of 2016. God, I forgot that it's been that long. Six seasons. Vrabel since 18, so four seasons for him. It's amazing when you look at the numbers for these guys because everybody gets caught up in the recency of what happened against Cincinnati, and I get it. Everybody does, right? Or everybody you- gets caught up in the last two first-round draft picks, too. Yeah. yeah, or when the you, last when two. When you look at John Robinson, yep. people get caught up in that. It outweighs it. Outweighs him. And in not realizing the success right. that those two have had together in this organization. Here comes Joe Hunk about to fix all the cameras and the lights and all that stuff. Um, so, right, yeah, and, you know, I think people get caught up in the last two years losing in the first round at home, all those things. Right. So, well, not first round this year, but first game. So John Robinson, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, four of them. Eleven and five, twelve and five, one AFC championship game, three playoff appearances. Vrabel, same thing on the last deal I read. Uh it one AFC championship game, three playoff appearances the last three seasons. Nine and seven, nine and seven, eleven and five, and twelve and five. Here's the thing. When you look right before John Robinson, pretty amazing. Uh, so he goes nine and seven in year one. That's coming off three and thirteen. So a six win improvement in one year. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, they were two and fourteen. 
The year before that, they were seven and nine. The year before that, they were six and ten. So um, those two guys have earned those extensions for sure. Uh, Cincinnati game, be damned. Agree. Last well, two first round draft picks, be damned. Yeah, I think out of all this, that's the toughest part to swallow. It, <laughs> like literally, that was a good swallow. <laughs> Um, that was amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well done. Are you not Aren't entertained? You? I mean, I, to, the, to that point, I, I'm entertained. You know what that is? That's like my hook. <laughs> That's your sound effect. Except it wasn't planned. Yeah, we need it on the soundboard. Get that on the soundboard, huh? That wasn't planned? No. I just kind of went with you were, y'all. You were swallowing chest pie? No, I, I'm oh. about to. What am I spoon? Um, but back to Probably the J-Rob. Probably in your compartment with the rest of your Got stuff. It. Back to the J-Rob conversation yes um i know it's hard to swallow the last two yeah it is but his other drafts have been pretty successful it's very true i mean but okay so therefore you ask is it not about what you've done for me lately we just we take the whole body of work that's just for the fans and the media huh i mean but look at the stealing kevin byard look at the the Worked oh, out a million pretty nice for Jeffrey Simmons. Look at the A.J. Brown in the second round. I mean. Well, and this one won't go over well, but Tannehill. They stole him from Miami. The guy's 31 and 14 or whatever. Yes. Right. Yes, you are correct. So It's, during, it's okay. not even 31 and 14, is it? It's, I, I, I think, think it is. I don't know. So during I'll the season, though. Yeah, so during the season. The season. Season. During the season. <laughs> God, we are food str- rough. Can it's we talk? What are we doing? It's rough out here right now. Oh, my God. Right Somebody save us from ourselves. <laughs> so, during the season. Babs <laughs> is packing babies. You're hiccuping over there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> We're just on. hot messes. Yeah. So, do you. It's not about what you've done for me lately until it's in the season, huh? So, at the end of the season, and we can, we can, we can look at everything and be like, oh, okay, I can see this clearer. Because in the season, we kept saying all of these setbacks are because of the last two drafts. The reason the Titans were struggling on the offensive line is because of Isaiah Wynn. Correct. I, is that the guy's name? It's not Wynn. No. Oh, uh, darn. Wilson. Wilson. Who was Isaiah Wynn? Did he played with you at Oak Hill? I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll meet y'all at the airport. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just going to Uber Tail. You want my Jack Daniels? Like, I'm, I'm just, uh, <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Wilson. Wynn, yeah, right. Isaiah Wynn is also an offensive lineman. I, okay. Yeah, thank you. But I Isaiah know, Wilson. I can't remember where he plays. And then now you, then you go and take Caleb Farley. Or used to play. Who I am on board with. But it doesn't, it doesn't add value to anything you did in the last two seasons. It actually took from the team. So we can't look at it during the season then and say anymore that this is a problem to me. I think we got to look at it in, in a, the total perspective and say, man, this is all right, but J-Rob's doing a great job. Or I think oh, he is. You can't be perfect. I, I'm cool with it, so we don't need to hear no complaints. Isaiah Wilson, season. I mean, anybody would have messed up that dude, okay. I, I think. I mean, that, Oof. your next first round. He sold it and then just didn't want to play. I mean, ask the Giants. Like, he just right. showed up late every day. And what about last year? Didn't do COVID testing. Well, he got hurt. You can't. I'm on board got, with him. Okay. Remember, that's my guy. But I can also sit here and say he got hurt, but that injury history should have been some hesitation this is, this there. Is, I get okay, it, but the so injury he ended saying. up with didn't have anything to do with the 
not that we know stuff. of. Well, not that we know. Who of. knows? But Taylor's I mean, Taylor's Taylor Lamar just sat here and, and, and told us in a forty-five minute conversation about how his back issues stem from his knee. I'm, that's that's all I'm saying. I'm just I, like, yeah. if we're gonna complain, let's complain. But if you're doing well, great, I, let's, let's do great. I'm gonna sit here and say I, I'm all for John Robinson and the job he's good. Done. Outweighs the I bad, is what that. you're saying. Yes. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. You want in to clean this up? Isaiah Wynn, you were correct. Uh, offensive lineman with the Patriots. He's with the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. His middle Still? name. His middle name is Emmanuel. I knew I knew a win. Emmanuel yeah, win. You're good. Yeah. I mean. They play the same. I'm in the right area. Yeah, I got a lot of football. Man, listen, Red B, Red B gave me all these papers. Oh, he's getting us ready. Yeah, man, you I'm all in football right now. A movie that came on late at night. (laughs) Oh, boy, that's the that's the first thing that came to my head. We need to go to break. Thirty two one oh four five the zone. You used to take a bite. <laughs> Here we go with the test pie. It's already happening. Oh, you got one. There you go. What does it taste like? Butter? Eggs? It tastes like chest pie. Rook? Like night? <laughs> pawn? I don't know. Egg. I'm gonna let Babs she might be able to do this better. The crust, you really want any pies, you really want crust. See, I always I leave the crust. So So we're just, headed. I just tell her I leave the crust and she go eat the part that I eat. She's gonna do what she wants she to do. She do. Want do you, to do you know her? <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta try the crust. The crust is good. Bro, you're about to crust spend good three too. straight days with her. Don't make her mad. Crust, the crust do what though. she wants to do right See? now. Told you. How about Southwest will now uh begin serving alcohol on February sixteenth? After us. Right after our trip. Is it because of us? More than likely. Five hours with a mask on? Smart. Words out on you. <laughs> this is really good. I talk, boom! You hear that? I'm not a pie guy, man. You are ashamed. I am ashamed mm. of you. Hey, we all, have, we all have our things. You're right. It's true. I'm not ashamed of you. <clears throat> it really is just like sugar it is. muck. <laughs> What? No, don't say muck on That's what Mickey it. says. It's like, That's what Mickey yeah. says, the gelatinous <laughs> muck of a pie. Yeah, but That's muck it makes it's it sound like, like who wants muck? Ryan sugar Tannehill, pie. he's 31 and 14, just like I said. Oh, I th- for job. some reason I thought the 14 number was wrong. Like 15 or 16, you know. <laughs> no, I actually thought it was less. What just happened? But what is going on with the show today? We laugh. I would be watching on Zone TV because these two over here are up to all kinds of They're stuff. having their own show while you and I are talking. <laughs> 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 Ryan Tannehill is 31 and 14. He will be your quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, on the other hand, who retired, is now like going back on it a little bit. Like He said some weird things in his podcast. Check this out. You know, I'm just going to take things as they come. You know, I think that's the best way to put it, you know, you never say never. You know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decision. So I don't know how it feels six months from now. Change, it most likely won't. You know, I try to make the best possible decision I can in the moment, which I did this last week. And again, I think it's not looking to, you know, reverse course. I'm definitely not looking to do that. In the same time, I think you have to be realistic that you never know what, what, what challenges there are going to be in life. And I love playing. I'm looking forward to doing things other than playing. That's as honest as I can be with you there, Jim. 
Man, <laughs> Jim. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Jim Gray. <laughs> Gray? Now, I mean. Here's a little story. I what? took that as he was just throwing that out there. I, listen, I told him. Like, I it's, don't think it'll change. It's all I control the narrative. If I just want to keep you hoping. And yeah, he's done. Yeah, come on, man. It's over. Party over. How bored do you think that guy's going to be here in about like when the season starts? It'll be good right now. And yeah, people are playing football. Yeah, and his mind that's just hard, working. Right? Yeah, it is hard to you, turn your mind off, man. And you know what? It Especially like, with him, because he's he's like yeah. I, I don't want to say not normal, but he's not normal. No, like, he's not. He's he's different level of training of mm-hmm. all of that, and and he can sit here and say, oh, family time and this and that. He's going to be like, holy heck, I love my family, but I am tired of them. I know. Like Giselle on like a Sunday at like 1 o'clock, she's going to be like, Tommy, can you go to Food Lion for me? <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Food Lion. <laughs> can you see if they have the TB12 supplements yes. on the uh, aisle? I need, I need some, what is it, oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> what is milk that's not milk that I won't drink? Almond milk. I'm not drinking milk made of nuts. So I, I want to. But Tom will. Tommy, can you go get some yogurt? Some almond milk. I I might. I may need to try that though because I'm on one percent right now. Good job. Skim's good. Did you go from whole to one? Yep. Good job. Because boy, woo! You talking about rumble in the jungle? It's very different. It's man. You mean a rumble in your jungle? Yeah, it gets light on me. I like it. I like one percent. Oh, I thought you meant whole, whole, whole did some wheel, things yeah, to your nah, body. It, yeah, and I, man, I it love it. Doesn't do ice, body good. <laughs> no, I love ice cream. Yeah, but boy, I got about a thirty minute window after eating it. That part is over. This is way too much information. I know. Do you think he comes back? No. <laughs> Somebody's going to be wearing the number twelve jersey in, in Nashville. Which should, is we, should we go ahead and do what some in this market like to do? <laughs> hey, you can get out of that Tannehill contract after one year a lot better than you can right now. I mean, him and Vrabel are friends. Does like, Tom Brady yeah. come here after one more year at Tannehill? Is that what the deal is? Man, let's just please, let's just put um, some connect y'all. some dots. Is Tom Brady too, building babs. a bungalow? Is Tom Brady building a bungalow in East Nashville? <laughs> Probably. He's talked about love in Nashville too. Oh, man. I mean, remember his Giselle and his kids were checking out all the private schools here two oh, years right. ago. Remember that picture? Was that two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was when he went to Tampa. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people think when he was talking about that quarterback in that thing that he was talking about Tannehill. Yeah, these people. Crazy. See, so yeah, they get, they get a shot to make it right. It. It's like he, quantum leap. Actually, I want to say Stillman asked him about it. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, but uh, it was during their joint practice. People agree. And he said no, that Tannehill wasn't that quarterback. That Breaking that, news. Tom that Brady. Effer. Practicing joints. According to Don Davenport. Joint We're going to get practice. to Alan Bell in just a second, but let's get Puncture Long Tony in here real quick. PLT, you got like a minute or two for me, man? Yeah, man. Hey, bud. Oh, Puncture Long. Hello. There you Hi, go. There he is. There he is. We hear you. All right, man. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yep. We got you. Go. Yeah. Hey, Slayers, for you, man, I uh, just want to ask you to uh, pass along our heartfelt uh, condolences to the Beard family, me and my wife. Uh, he was a good kid to us. He's always was a respectful kid. I just thank God I had the the opportunity for him to respond 
back to me when you text him, mm-hmm. you know, on the radio that day. And uh, I know him and my daughter, him and our daughter went to school together over at uh, F.H. Jenkins while he was over there. Mm-hmm. She played basketball over there and also at, at Stratford. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, just send them uh, uh, our condolences and tell them that uh, they're in our prayers every day. We'll do that, man. I appreciate that, Tony. No doubt. You're the man, Tony. Thank yeah. you, man. All right, man. Y'all right. have a great rest of the day. You yes, sir. Continue prayers for the uh, Beard family. Mm-hmm. Uh, killed over the weekend in Atlanta. Um, we'll have funeral arrangement details when when we can and pass that along to you. Mm-hmm. 615-737-1045. Let's go to Alan Bell with sportsline.com. Big week for sports gamblers. A.B., what's up? How are you? Hey, what's up? Fantastic. Look, let me say, Radio Row is not ready for the 3HL crew out there. They're not ready for you guys at all. <laughs> they better get ready. I don't know. Kirby's already there, so, uh, you know, they might be uh, they might be uh, willing to extend a hand to us after dealing with him. Hey, so there's, there's some cigarette smoking going on up there already. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that nice, yeah. clean air in L.A. is going to be, you know. I don't know how he's able to smoke outside with a mask on, though. I mean. Oh, Kirby will find a way. Don't, don't you worry about that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, I saw uh, the, the UConn band was playing with masks on, and they cut a hole in their mask to fit the musical instrument piece, the mouthpiece. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? What are we doing here? What are we doing? I don't know. Uh, That's a different discussion for a different day. A.B., so um, prop betting with the Super Bowl, how, how into that do you get? Huge, huge. And let me say, you know, beyond, you know, the Gatorade and the coin toss, like, you know, uh, player props are massive for this game. And I'll tell you how massive that they are, all right? If you take the entire 100% pie of all the bets that are coming in legally in the United States to sportsbooks on the Super Bowl, 55% of those are prop bets. Wow. Is that chess That's pie? That's surprising. Mm. It's huge. And I'll tell you what, like, you know, we saw it a couple of years ago where DFS really became big, and it started eating into, like, the fantasy sports community. And player props has now com- almost completely decimated it. Like, you don't hear about fantasy sports all that more because no. you essentially get fantasy sports on steroids in one game. You know what I mean? Like, right there. So it's kind of the same thing, plus you can win money. So, yeah, player props have been just massive. So so what do you like? Do you like uh, performance-based props? Like, uh, I think uh, uh, Matthew Stafford's 285 you like the over yeah. there, or do you like uh, National Anthem and, uh, you know, 96 <laughs> seconds or whatever it is? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll say this. Anytime you have a country music artist, take the over on the National Anthem because they're definitely going to milk it and they're going to do it right. So, number two, like, I like the player props so much more, and I'll tell you why. Because in the Super Bowl, you can look back historically, right? Like, I went back and looked at the last seven Super Bowls in a row just to kind of get a baseline of what the game is like because it's such a different game you know, it's longer, you've got a longer halftime, you've got more commercials, right? It's not your standard NFL game. So what I found is this, all right? First off, there's about an average about nine, nine and a half punts per game in a Super Bowl. The over-under on punts right now is six and a half. So wink, wink, you might want to look at the over on that one, right? Number two, if you look at the opening drives in, t- in Super Bowls, the last seven years, so 14 opening drives, one, you know, on e- for each team, they've resulted in nine punts, four field goals, 
and a Tom Brady interception. There has not been a touchdown on an opening drive in seven straight Super Bowls, right? Wow. So you could find, yep, you could find props on what, you know, opening drive outcomes. Uh, you know, generally the total points scored in a Super Bowl is around 47, right? So the total sits now at 48 and a half. Um, and there's about three and a half field goals made per game in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, like you've got to have a, a historical context of what to expect. Why is that? Because they're so uh, close to the vest, scared to, to you know, throw that kill yeah. shot losing moment out there? Yeah, you know, and you've got teams that, you know, understand that, you know, say in the first half, first three quarters, you can't win the game. But you could certainly lose the game if you make a, you know, a bonehead decision, right? So you will see teams elect for more punts. And, you know, this is the first Super Bowl in a while where we don't have a Tom Brady, an Aaron Rodgers, a Patrick Mahomes, a Ben Roethlisberger, a Peyton Manning. Like, generally, we get one of those guys in the Super Bowl who have been there before. So we have two quarterbacks who have never been to this game. Now, Sean McVay was there, you remember, a couple years ago at the Rams. And here's a – think about this. In that game, that Super Bowl, the Rams versus the Patriots, the Rams never got past the 27-yard line, not once, right? So I'm fascinated to see how aggressive he is in this game. But, yeah, like you kind of get a formula for how Super Bowls are played. A.B., let me ask you this, man. Um, you don't think it's a trend following Evan McPherson through this as much as it's been about Joe Burrow? You don't think Evan McPherson is kind of like the guy? Because, honestly, I mean, every game has ended with him being hoisted on the – the, the shoulders of other guys being carried off. It has. No, no, you're exactly right. Like, I, yeah, I'm not saying that at all, right? Okay, like, yeah, yeah. You look at Evan, yeah, you look at Evan McPherson through the three playoff games the Biggles have had. He's averaging 14 points per right. game, right? <laughs> yeah, and he's averaging four field goals a game. Yep. So if you're looking, his prop number is set over under at one and a half field goals, Ooh. and total points is seven and a half. So absolutely, there's a trend there. Also, you look at the Bengals, the three playoff games that they had, the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs, their last play on defense in all three of those games ended in an interception. All mm. three of them. Yeah. So, like, you, you, they're definitely, uh, um, you know, a consistent team, so to say. You, you understand what you're getting with them. Man. So, what do you think about the where, – where is it now? Four? I know it's been bouncing four, a little – Four and a half. Four yeah, and a half. Four and a okay. half and 48 and a half. That four and a half has got to be the limit, right? Yeah. Like, you might see it flash for a second at five. Right, but it's going to go right back down to four and a half. So, yeah, I think that we're looking at four and a half, uh, you know, at kickoff. Uh, I'll say this. If you look at the six games uh, in the divisional round and the championship round, all six were were, uh, decided by six points or fewer, right? So we've seen tight games. So if you're somebody who, you know, kind of thinks that that trend is going to play out, the Biggles at four and a half probably are going to be your bet. And I will say this. Hmm. If you're going to bet the Biggles to win the game outright, you might as well bet Joe Burrow to win MVP because if it's any player receiving, you know, they really don't even run the ball that much. They use a short passing game. It's going to come from Burrow's hands. Your only competition essentially is Evan McPherson, right, for MVP. So if you look at money line for the Bengals, it's like plus 170. Burrow to win MVP is plus 220, right? So it's like you can use the book's numbers against them to make money on that game. I love it, man. You throw out so much information yes. in such a short period of time. Uh, what will people find Alan Bell on sportsline.com? 
Yeah, so we're going to break this game down, uh, obviously, from every single angle, from, you know, the game, spread, total, prop bets, DFS, you name it. Um, we're also looking at every other sport, so we're not putting those aside as well. Huge week in college basketball, the NBA. So anything that you're looking at, go to sportsline.com, click around, check it out. You can have 30 days for free on me. Use promo code EDGE, E-D-G-E. There you go. At Alabel247, if you've got a question there, he will answer you back. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Thank you, A.B. I hey, appreciate it. Y'all there. All right, there he is, Alan Bell. Uh, when we come back, Jim White reports in live from L.A. This is Jim's tour, man. Jimmy. Senior Bowl, Super Bowl, Combine. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Jim White next as the two big men, the head coach and the general manager, have both been extended. We'll ask Jim about that. Next, 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. Three until one zero four five. The zone. Brent Dorney, Don Davenport, Ron Slay, Jim White is in Los Angeles. Jimmy, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great. Hope you guys are well. Let's start with Mobile, Alabama. What what, what were like a couple of takeaways from your experience there at the Senior Bowl? It was a quick. I mean, how quick it was. <laughs> I mean, it was part of you know a, a three straight uh, trips. I mean, the main reason, to be honest with you, was to go in there and watch one practice, which I did. Uh, which was the South practice that, you know, mainly to get John Robinson, who I knew was down there, was going to be checking out the talent. And I guess his comments from the senior bowl back in line, Tannehill, and just talking about different things uh, as it relates to the franchise moving forward. I think that's probably what stood out to me the most. I mean, it was, I saw the senior bowl on the first day, which is usually when it's the sloppiest. So, you know, some of the routes with the receivers and the, and the, quarterbacks were off and I know that got better throughout the week I think what stood out to me the most as well from down there is just you know how much that event has blown up I mean it's now 900 media members it's in a great facility down at the South Alabama campus it's a huge deal now and um, and I wish I could have stayed longer Speaking of huge deals, uh, the head coach and the general manager both extended today. Um, and it's, it's interesting. If you go back and look at, at the years before John Robinson got to Nashville, um, pretty amazing what, what he's been able to do. Uh, obviously with, with the front office staff and, and the transition with Amy Adams Strunk and all of those things. Um, so much better than, than the several years before him. Yeah, and I know fans are antsy because uh, they want to win a Super Bowl. They want to be in this game. And yep. when you see the Bengals in it, you know, you think that should be us. And especially when you know the teams you're beating during the course of the year and you knew you are going to be facing a Rams team, I guess, that you've beaten as well. But so that's tough. I mean, because – and I know John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, you know, hate the fact that they're not here. I've talked to both of them this week, whether it was John at the Senior Bowl or – or Mike at the Pro Bowl, and, you know, you, you just have to move on. You just have to keep getting better. But there's no question that the franchise and the organization is in a great place with these two guys as the leaders. And John Robinson has helped change, you know, the culture in Nashville with the Titans. He was involved in the decision to hire Mike Vrabel, which was, you know, certainly a, a tough decision because Mike Malarkey was a, a really good guy that people had a lot of respect for. But, uh, you know, John did it and Amy did it because they thought that Mike Vrabel was a guy who could take him to the next level. 
And um, and there's no doubt that he's done that. I mean, just Mike Vrabel, I think, is the best coach the Titans have ever had. And uh, I think that's going to be proven even more in time. And just talking to people from across the league, you know, I'm going to have a story I'm going to post here just a little bit later today, just people talking about him here, people talking about him at the Pro Bowl. We're ta- I'm not talking about just play- his own players. We're talking about players from across the league, coaches from across the league who have kind of watched him operate. And, um, you know, I feel like the- they feel like the Titans are going to be a contender for years and years to come with these two gentlemen in place. Jim Wyatt with us from L.A., TennesseeTitans.com. You can see his stuff there. Yeah, J- uh, to your point, Joe Jelnick, Uh, tweeting out from Fox 17, of all Titans Oilers head coaches with at least four seasons with the franchise, Vrabel's 614 career winning percentage ranks the highest, uh, including the playoffs. So uh, the numbers uh, back that up, too. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, three straight playoff appearances, uh, an AFC championship game, um, a number one seed. It does appear to be trending in the right direction. But I know, uh, you know, you, you get the questions uh, in your mailbag, we get them every day from people that uh, want, want more than that. You know? Yeah, I mean everybody does. I mean, and, and you're, but it's it's you know, it, it's not like uh, you know. I, I know there's lots been made about John Robinson and his comments toward you know Ryan Tannehill and, and sticking with him. You know, they have to make tough tough decisions like that, uh, and they're doing it not carelessly. Then you know they're doing it because they know that you know futures you know are on the line for, for players and for, you know, for everybody that's invested in this franchise. Uh, you know, they have to make tough, tough decisions like that. But I think if you look at their body of work and the moves that they have made together, um, I think it's proven that these two guys are really good together. And now you have to take the next step. I mean, it's unfortunate. I, I thought that I, personally, I mean, I thought this was the year. I really did. I think a lot of people felt like that. I mean, the team, you know, so good to the regular season, got healthy uh, in time for the playoffs, had home field advantage, and still, you know, even being here, it's it's tough because you can't help but feel like, you know, Titans should be here. But it didn't happen, and you just got to figure out now what you can do to get yourself in a position to have it set up for you again, and this time you have to you have to play better. You can't turn the ball over. You can't make mistakes. You got to find that magic that the Bengals have done this year, and that the Titans found in 2019 when they went to New England and won, and went to Baltimore and won, then went to Kansas City and were leading half of that game but couldn't finish the deal. I and mean, you've got to try to um, duplicate what you did a couple of years ago, and this time finish the deal. Can you comment on Tim Kelly? Or have we reached that point yet? I can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that news is official as well. And talking about Vrabel about it, and I know that story. I tweeted that story out just um, right before the news. I tweeted out the news of the extension, and that one kind of got lost in the, you know, lost in all of it. But you know, Mike Vrabel's, you know, in the in the story that's on TennesseeTitans.com, commented about Kelly and just what kind of role he'll have, uh, you know, assisting Todd Downing. You know, kind of a similar way that Jim Schwartz has worked with Shane Bowen uh, since he's been here. I think it's going to be a really good fit. You know, he obviously knows both of these coaches, whether it's Kelly or Bobby King from his days in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, you know, he feels like it's an upgrade to the coaching staff that's going to make, you know, the offense better and certainly King make the inside backers better. You see any superstars walking around uh, L.A. yet? Uh I don't know. You'll see a lot of. I mean, I saw Marshall Fall come rolling through here this morning. I saw Eric Dickerson come rolling through. 
uh, you know, um, Lincoln Riley was in here this morning. Uh, <laughs> Annie uh, Agar, uh, I don't know if you follow her on Twitter. She's pretty, she is uh, so pretty, funny. Yeah, she's very funny. I yep. saw her. She, uh, and, and that's the first time I'd seen her. And that's, uh, you know, she's, she's kind of blown up her career since in the last year. So it, it was really quiet here yesterday. You know, I came here straight from Vegas because I just didn't think it made a lot of sense to, to fly back to Nashville and turn around and fly back here today. So I came yesterday, and yesterday Radio Row was really, really quiet. But today it's kind of amped up, and uh, and more and more people are coming in here. So uh, when you guys arrive tomorrow, it, it, the real stars will be in town. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Kirby and Will Bowling <laughs> screaming at each other about this and that? <laughs> I have not seen that. I'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, uh, somebody may, uh, you know, may want to rest Kirby. <laughs> yeah, just get him on video. Thanks, Jim. We'll see you tomorrow, man. Okay, sounds good. I'll right. talk to you. Uh, <laughs> at Jay Wyatt Sports, Tennessee Titans dot com six one five seven thirty seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five. The average secondary market ticket price for the Super Bowl highest ever. We've got that for you next three HL one zero four five. This home.